Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Kieran Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy Look, now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there and welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here today. Uh, I know summer's coming and we have a lot of traveling coming up and there are a lot of ways to help you make more peace in the home. I know it can be challenging to have your child home at summertime. You're wondering what to do with them out of school and they can have a lot of anxiousness issues year round, whether they're in school or not. And I wanted to give you some tools today to help to really calm anxiousness and reduce that sensory overload that can happen very easily for children on the autism spectrum. Spectrum. So to calm anxiousness, we basically wanna calm the nervous system. And there are a lot of tools and resources available to help you with this task. So today I'm gonna give you about nine of them because there are a lot of things you can do at home and then things you can take with you while you're traveling. And so I just wanted to make sure you really knew what the, what some of those were, because I know it can be hard for your child and it can be hard for you and the whole family when your child with autism might get into some sensory overload issues and they really can have a hard time calming themselves. So today I'm going to give you some uh, tips and tools for that. First of all, you it's really helpful if they can exercise, if somehow to get some of their energy out 
especially if they're in nature. And that's really important if we can ever have our feet in the dirt or in the sand versus just always being on cement, but out there, whether it's a walk or running or especially lifting. Now, lifting is really important because when we use our muscles, it really helps to calm the central nervous system. And exercise alone releases serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter for the brain that helps to improve our mood. And so it can help to be very calming to exercise for this reason alone. It's also getting oxygen into our blood and our brain. It strengthens our muscles and our bones. And it flushes, helps flush toxins out of the system. So exercise is important if you're also detoxifying. Aerobic exercise, again, like right, but running or biking are great, but simply going for a walk really can help a lot. When again, using our muscles is one way to calm. So if your child can lift something, whether you have, you know, depending on their age and their size and their abilities, have some small bar barbells that they can just do arm lifts with or lifting any heavy object can have a calming, uh, calming capability with them. They can do pull-ups on a pull-up bar. They could lift up a box with some heavier papers or books in it and take it to the garage for you. This can be helpful if they're in school to let your teacher know that they can maybe lift up if they start showing signs of sensory overload have it set up with a teacher ahead of time, you know, Hey, you know, Jimmy, will you come and take this box over to, you know, Mrs. Jones room next door. And when they lift that box and carry it, leave the room for a moment are moving their body and are using their muscles. It can be really calming. So just like in a car or at home, you can have some small, whether they're, you know, if they're very young, you know, two pound barbells or three pound barbells or five pound barbells, just depending on what works for their, again, age and size. But one of the tools that I used and found really helpful for both my kids actually was a calming and then was very calming is a door jam bar because doing pull-ups on a pull-up bar can be really, really beneficial because you're lifting your own body weight, you're using your arms and building muscle. And again, this has an incredibly calming sense to the central nervous system. It can be really easily installed into any doorway. And this indoor support bar is strong enough to actually do pull-ups on. And it has an attachment so you can add a swing or a trapeze bar to it in your home, in, in a doorway. And again, this is especially helpful for rainy days. Uh, or when your child just needs to be in, you know, you need to be in that day and you, you don't have time right now to take your child out. It can be something they can do at home. It's a lot of fun. And at the end of today, I'm actually going to give you a resource for an entire guide that I've created for you to help with at-home sensory fun games that help calm sensory overload. And so they're, and they're fun things that your child can do by themselves or with you as well. Um, so, um, and I'll give you that link now. It's actually very easy. It's naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash fun. Uh, I thought that would be a good one for you and easy to remember. Share it with any friend you have. Feel free. Uh, it's it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people. Um, this door jam that I used with my kids is one of the few that are actually uh, known to be very safe because not all of these door jams are safe. They can get put up in a door jam. Uh, you got to know your weight limit. This one has a weight limit of 175 pounds. And again, it can have an attachment for a swing uh, or uh, or some or other things on it as well. The bar our occupational therapist told us about back when we needed one 
uh, for a short period of time. And we had great success from was called was one from Playaway Toy Company. And uh, it's prop properly installed. Again, the weight limit is 175 pounds. So I'll give you the link to that in today's show notes, which will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 169. Um, indoor swings, floor products, and weighted blankets are also really important. Weighted blankets can help those with overstimulation to be really calm, having that weight on top of them, whether they're in bed or on the couch at home or in the car going on a, a driving trip. So again, I will link to all of these um, these resources on that uh, that link that I just gave you for an at-home sensory guide. Another thing that can be great is building a rock climbing wall of any size on your property. If you have this ability or you can purchase one that's already made, uh, you know, of course, the safer ones, it can be a great physical and mentally calming exercise for children to do some type of rock climbing. And it doesn't have to be really, really tall or high. It can be just something where, again, they're using their cross crawl, which I'm going to talk about here in a moment, too of the brain where you're using the right left hemispheres of the brain because you're reaching with your left hand then your right hand your right leg or your left leg and is also using causes that need for mental focus and again has a really calming effect on the nervous system by using all of those muscles and there are actually kits you can buy and build yourself or you can have someone build one for you and then a lot of towns are putting rock wall uh, rock wall and climbing gyms uh, in, you know, in the community. But then you also see them now at many parks, there will be a, a rock climbing type of wall built. So those can be really helpful for you to know about. Uh, there's something important that um, comes from my craniosacral background. It's called neuro, neurological switching. And we can all become neurologically switched on a fairly regular basis. Simple actions that can cause our neurological system to become confused, and then the hemispheres of the brain to disconnect. So this is when we can become clumsy or confused and really easily stressed. And when we get into that state, us or our children, remember all these tools are for you too, that it can be really hard sometimes to pull out because again, the central nervous system has been thrown off kilter. So two ways to regulate the neurological switching and balance the hemispheres of the brain um, are uh, as follows. The first one is called is stimulating the neurobalancing points. So if you place your fingers of one hand on the right side of your belly button, about an inch to the right of it, and your other hand, it can be right or left hand, it doesn't matter. Your other hand then goes right underneath the collarbone on the inner side of the collarbone where it where it meets the soft tissue, there's a little dip there. And if you massage both of those two points on the right side of your body first and do that for, you know, 30, 60 seconds, do it for, you know, just as much time as you can there, then switch and do the opposite side. Now you'll take your fingers and you'll again go to the left side of your belly button about an inch and then to your left collarbone and again, slip inward medial, uh, and you'll be then, there's that little dip you'll feel right underneath the bone and in, of your collarbone. And then you'll massage those two points on your left side of your body now at the same time. Again, 30, 60 seconds, uh, longer the better, but whatever you've got. And you can also teach this to your child to do on themselves. This can be really, really helpful, very calming, and again, balances that central nervous system. So even if you just do it for 15 seconds or it's all you can do, 
that's going to be helpful for you as well. Cross crawl is the other one I wanted to share with you. You can do it in sitting or standing, and you can take one hand, Your say your left hand is going to touch your right thigh, and then you lift it up, and then your right hand is going to touch your left thigh. And you kind of go, you just go back and forth with this right, left, right, left. And as you do this, you're almost doing it in a sort of marching, you, but you can do this sitting and you can even do it if you're in a car or you can teach it to your child. So it, you don't have to be standing for it, but this will help to balance the right and left hemispheres of the brain, which can help bring our logical and our emotional uh, centers of our brain together which then again helps to balance the central nervous system and again can be very grounding and very calming. There are also ways to calm acupressure points or calming acupressure points, I should say. If you rub the entire outer portion of the ears up and down very gently, then this can actually calm some acupressure, uh, can, can access some some calming acupressure points on your ears. So, you know, you can do this if you're standing in line at the post office, you can do it if you're in the car, you could teach it to your child to do to themselves. But as a craniosacral therapist, I have something I wanna make sure that I really emphasize is when you are doing this, you're very gentle, you're just massaging the outer portions of the ears, whether you're doing it to yourself or your child, or you're teaching your child to do it to themselves, you want to make sure that you, especially your child is capable of being very gentle. You don't want to have them yanking on their ears or pulling because the temporal bones of the head are just underneath our ears. And when the temporal bones are displaced, they affect speech, mood control, and balance, and they are very easily destabilized. So now I'm going to run right into craniosacral therapy. It can be really helpful. And of course, you know, this is my background of over 30 years helpful in balancing the bones of the head. And again, those temporal bones affecting speech and mood, um, even our tongue's ability to form sentences. There are a lot of things that we, we get thrown out of when our temporal bones are out of balance and we can become very, very clumsy as well. Now that's just the temporal bones, which are around the ears. Uh, so on the back of the head is, is a bone called the occiput. It's where you're bone of the back of your head meets the soft tissue on the back of your neck. And the occiput can be very easily destabilized during birth, especially, but in other times as well. And when it does that, it can pinch on something called the vagus nerve. This can cause a lot of anxiety, irritability, issues with digestion. Um, also things like speech and sleep and social capability can be affected. And of course, headaches and stomach aches. So to help balance out the bones of the head, I highly suggest craniosacral therapy. It can be done anytime, uh, whether you're just starting a protocol or, uh, of any kind for detoxification or, you know, uh, all of my members, I, I usually say in my programs, I, you know, many of the brain support and therapies and techniques I'll say you might want to wait until you're you've done a lot of the detoxification first because you don't want to be battling against the toxins and inflammation on your child's brain in a lot of therapies and not really you know you're spending a lot of time and money and your resources getting that work done for your child and your child might not really be capable of doing as many things now because they have so many toxins and and so much inflammation on their brain so I usually say to wait for many of them 
Craniosacral therapy is not one of those you need to wait on. You can start it right away now. Uh, if you haven't done any detoxification or if you've been doing detoxification and gut healing, clearing those co-infections, all these things for years, craniosacral therapy is good at any time. And I strongly suggest uh, parents do it as well because we all get our cranial bones uh, imbalanced a lot of the time and it can cause everything from a, from many physical to emotional symptoms, uh, such as many I just mentioned. And there, it's important that you go to an educated practitioner. So I'm going to link to my episode, my, my uh, podcast, uh, podcast episode that I did on craniosacral therapy. And at that link, you will also find a link to educated practitioners. They have to have graduated a very rigorous program. It's the one I went through. They have to have graduated the program to be on that practitioner's list and they're worldwide. And so you can find one nearest to where you live and take yourself and your child to one of those uh, appointments. And I also link to a video on that page where I've, I've uh, given an example of, of two holds to do. And uh, people love this. I get written in about it all the time. Would you do more? Would you do more? And the reason I've, I've limited it to the two olds in that video is even you'll notice as you watch it, I really talk about, especially with the temporal hold, to be very, very conscious of being really gentle because you do want an educated practitioner to do therapies with you. That's why I'm going to give you a specific link to find one. You are There are a couple of things you can do at home for your child and they need to be holding still. I used to do this to my children when they were asleep at night. I would literally crawl into the bed, up to the, <laughs> up to the head of their bed, and then straddle, straddle my legs over their head and, and reach under and do some gentle holds on them while they were sleeping because we really want them to be, to be calm and holding still when they do it so we don't throw things off. Especially, again, when you look at my video, you'll notice that I'm very specific about those two holds and what to do, but especially the temporal hold. And so just pay attention to the things that I mentioned for you in that video. And then you can see um, what you notice differences no, you might notice in your child with that, doing a couple of things at home. And then if you decide you want to go get a, uh, which I do suggest a, a practitioner, an educated practitioner to do a full session for your child, then um, that can be very helpful. Another important piece for, uh, calming anxiousness comes from uh, that can come from uh, the the head and the bones of the head being out of balance, but also the bo bones in the spine is you know which can press again on the vagus nerve, and we continually have anxiousness, digestive issues. But remember that our spine is a central nervous system, and it has all of the nerves that feed our gut, like the upper back can have has nerves that can that feed the digestive system, the stomach. So if those are out of balance, then we can also be they can can be contributing to digestive issues, just like many can be affecting anxiousness issues. And so I have done an interview with a pediatric chiropractor who specializes in this, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes and a link to find a, a specific pediatric type of chiropractor who knows what they're doing around children. And um, that is in my episode titled The Benefits of Chiropractic and Autism, which again will be at the show notes with everything else at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 169, since this is episode 169. For calming supplements, there are some things that are natural and safe to use. And again, anxiousness comes from many things. There are envir external environmental triggers like toxins 
and then underlying pathogens and infections. And we need to take care of all of these things. We're not just wanting to mask symptoms. We're wanting to actually work with the causes, which you know I am all about naturally and safely working with the causes. But all of these tools I'm giving you today, I think are very important along with the recovery process, make sure that you're getting the best benefits, but also you will need help along the way. And as your child sometimes goes into die-off reactions, you can get increased behaviors or they can just be having some sensory overload they need calming and you need calming help with. Um, of course, eating right, detoxifying, and clearing all of these underlying pathogens and infections is absolutely crucial. But an, a couple of supplements that can be helpful uh, anytime, now, and along the way, and they can be used long-term and are safe. One is called the Stress Reducer Elixir. And this I get from a particular company that I've worked with for over 10 years um, because I've I've discussed at length and work with the the uh, the owner of the company and and we're in you know regular conversations about specific things and the needs for children with autism. And so stress reducer elixir, which again, I'll link to in the show notes and it's naturally autism.com forward slash elixir. It's a tasteless liquid that can be put directly into the mouth, right dropped right into the mouth onto your child's tongue, or it can be placed in a small glass of water or something to drink and can get in that way. And it's very, very simple and easy to use. And it can have a very calming effect on your child. Now, remember, there are a lot of other triggers going on. So these are things to help along the way as we work with the causes. CBD oil, of course, a quality one can be taken internally with drops into the mouth, or it can actually be rubbed externally onto the back of the neck where the soft tissue meets the skull which I mentioned is right where the occiput bone reaches, uh, meets the, meets the uh, soft tissue of the neck there. Uh, this is a very calming place to put it for some of the reasons I've already mentioned about around the vagus nerve branch. It's also at the brain stem, so it can be very helpful. And for a quality CBD oil product, because again, not all are the same, and for a discount code to, uh, to one that I also uh, uh, give you a link to, you can find that again at today's show notes. It'll be there for you. Headphones and noise-reducing earplugs can be also something that can be helpful to help calm your child so they're not really getting too much external sensory overload through auditory uh, means. So uh, there's also something, some high-fidelity concert earplugs that I will link to in the show notes that may be assistant and another assistance for you. Uh, at-home allergy reduction kits. I've done an entire at-home allergy reduction kit for symptoms of autism podcast and blog post. I will link to in the show notes, something that you can purchase and do at home. They can help to desensitize your child to some of the things that they have become sensitive to and, and developed acquired allergies for, and they can play a huge, huge role in behavior because there are allergens and histamines and toxins and infections that are affecting their brain and their central nervous system all the time. So this natural form of allergy desensitization can be very helpful. There are entire, there's the entire autism allergy kit, or there is actually one uh, that you can you can go in and purchase individual vials. Um, and you can learn more about that at that podcast episode because I'm going to link to it for you in the show notes. And then remember that certain foods and chemicals will make anxiety much worse. So you want to make sure you're avoiding things like MSG, monosodium glutamate, 
aspartame. Yes, any of those artificial sweeteners are really bad. Food dyes are terrible. Sugar, of course. Corn can be very histamine triggering. Dairy and gluten. So these are some really important things to remember because what you're feeding your child can have a huge impact on their behavior. Uh, another thing that a lot of people are not aware of is that you want to be sure that your home is mold-free. Mold biotoxins from water-damaged buildings can cause many behavioral issues and trigger some autoimmune issues such as PANS. Now, PANS is an acronym for Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Syndrome. And it's basically when the immune system becomes overactive and begins attacking the brain. This can be triggered by pathogens, toxins, and infections. Also unknown to a lot of parents is when you're detoxifying too rapidly and without proper detoxification support, you can trigger PANS because the autoimmune, the, the immune system goes into an overdrive. So it begins attacking itself, which is hence the term autoimmune. So parents might notice a sudden onset of symptoms such as obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD, uh, an increase in tics. Tics can be motor tics where their body jerks rap rapidly or vocal tics. And then uh, additional symptoms you might see are things like separation anxiety or a decline in school, such as in their reading and math abilities and simplified language decreasing, maybe even baby talk. Bedwetting is common and increased urination, aggression, and of course, a lot of heavy anxiousness, like everything makes them anxious. And then you find them very clingy and fearful. So these are things to really just be aware of because there are pieces that we want to do to help calm their sensory overload because this can be due to uh, their, their body being out of balance for sensory issues. But there are also, of course, as you know, these underlying toxins, co-infections and pathogens that have to be worked with as well. And autism, you know, is more of a, you know, recovery, the recovery process is more of a marathon. You know, it's not a sprint. So you don't want to just start doing something and expect overnight changes. It's you want to make sure you're on the right process. You're getting the right help and working through A to Z, which definitely is what I'm all about is covering everything. So nothing important gets missed. And so what I want you to do is make sure that you, um, you know, you you have these tools along the way because it is a long process and you're going to need some support along that way. Um, I know I've lived this myself, so it's very important to me to know that you have some, the right resources, the right tools and some help along the way. So please also, you can get your free guide to at-home fun sensory calming games at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash fun. And today's show notes will all be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 169. So I hope this was helpful for you. I want to help support you on this journey. And appreciate I appreciate what you're doing for your child because we as parents are the ones who are going to change their lives for the better. We are the ones who are with them the most. We know what their actions and behaviors are like and really what their needs are the most. And so always trust your gut instincts whenever you do anything and move forward and make sure that you have the proper support along the way. I am glad to be able to, hear, to be here to support you. And I hope these tools and tricks have been helpful or tools uh, that have been helpful for you today that you can utilize on this journey for yourself and for your child to be more peaceful, happier, and healthier. 
Uh, okay, so thank you so much for being here today. And I look forward to seeing you next time.